I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Kickstand is in the studio. That's right. After a two-week hiatus of not recording and not doing anything, we've done a few of those this summer. Yeah. yeah. But last week, I wasn't around. Amanda filled in for me. Did you all miss me? I, I think I think they did. I did. I hope so. If I, not, then why are you listening? Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. Uh <laughs> Okay, um, I got accused of being a mic hog on the last one. Oh, I guess we should do a quick intro. Hey! <laughs> hey, hey, hey! This is the Blue Collar Philosophers podcast. I am a biker Mike, and that is Devin Kickstand. And uh, we have a guest with us today. And, 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 uh, Dustin Lameau. Lameau? Is it, is it Lameau or is it Lamont? Lamont. <laughs> do you want your last name uttered? Do you want us to like bleep the shit out of this? And... Lamont. I want to continue listening to you guys butcher it. Hey, hey, my last name. <laughs> Lemojis. You, you get mine right. <laughs> you get mine right. I'll get yours. All right. Better. No one. Get, nope. Not even fucking close. No. Baldwin. No. Uh, close. Uh, it's Baldwin, and it's impossible. Baldwin. And but but here's the thing. Because of how stupid my last name is, um, there's no actual correct way to say it. It just. It, there's so many. It's a Germanic oh, derivative okay, of dude. Baldwin. <laughs> I always looked at it as a Bedouin sound clash. There's that. Yeah, they, they fucking ruined the exact it. Same. I know. <laughs> that's why I said there's no so. fucking right way, and that's why we don't apologize for saying names wrong here. Mike, you're gonna love this. Okay. Okay. So I get to work uh, last week. Get a phone call. Yep. And pick it up. I was like, I don't know that number. Pick it up. It's fucking CRA. Canada Revenue Agency. Ah. I'm just like, oh no, my heart sank because I hate those guys. <laughs> <laughs> right and I'm a business owner, so they only want to get a hold of me for no good. Yeah, it's never good. So anyway, I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 mm-hmm, yeah, I'm Devin. She's like, uh, she's like, can you just confirm for me that you had a Michael employee working for you in, in you know, 2020, Michael Bodu, Bodu, Michael Bod, Michael Bud, but Bodoy, sitting there. I'm not helping her a bit. Just he's like, no, fuck you. You fuck for me too long. <laughs> you like, can. I'm gonna let you I suffer. Let her, <laughs> let her hang out to dry there for that one a little bit. <laughs> the thing is, most of the CRA shit is done in Quebec. <laughs> so if if I call them. They're like, oh, hello, Mr. Baldwin, come outside. And they start speaking French to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't speak French. And they're like, oh, but your last name. And I'm like, yeah, and I can say it correctly too, but fuck you, I don't. I've been called a traitor. But when, when I call places, they're like, oh, you're a traitor. I'm like, sorry, I was born in Ontario. I don't know. It's like calling for like a package delivery from Fortnite. They're like, oh, fucking traitor. Like, don't fucking. <laughs> make sure to, make make sure sure to kick late. the box. Kick the box and make it late. <laughs> oh, yeah, we sent it like two weeks ago and they're still <laughs> kicking it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good to be back in front of a microphone. I know. The, the, the spirit was different with Amanda. And I really do love having Amanda on. Next time, we're going to get her tele- tequila wasted and, I don't know, just yeah, yeah. get a good start on it. Definitely. Oh, it's going to be a good time. So, Dustin, tell no, us. No, no, no. You, um, you didn't tell us how to actually say your name yet. 
No, I'm never <laughs> no, going to. Good. Good. Let's leave it. let's just say it wrong. All right, fine. In fact, we're gonna start adding and taking away letters. All right. You're so, gonna be Lamont in no time. Ooh, I kinda like that one. <laughs> Dustin Lamont. I like Lamont. It. Or, I can dig it. Uh yeah. And then we're just gonna run to Excalibur. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow we'll get there. Okay. Dustin, we, everyone wants to know everything about you. Your name, your age, your penis size, uh, what, whatever you, you're willing to tell. <laughs> <laughs> I tried that last time with Travis, and he's like, you know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best, best answer ever. Uh, I didn't get a straight answer out of him either. Nice. Uh, nice. So how do we've known you for a while? Yeah, it's been a while. It's it's in the years. It's uh, single digit years. What is it? Four? No, I think it's been longer than that. Five. It's got to be four. Or five. At least five. Yeah. Because I've lived in this house for four, and we were hanging out back when we were still uh, when I was living in Nick's place there. I think. And I was living a street behind Nick's place. That's right. Yeah, that was a fucking while ago, dude. Yeah, I yeah, know. No kidding. Years fly, man. <laughs> And then you moved to Dawson, and then, um, yeah, you can straighten that out. Uh, and then you moved to Dawson, and you found your way back because Fort St. John is a hole that just sucks it, you it in. It has gravity. Oh, dude, it does there, there was so much behind that. So much behind that. So, like, I got sued. What? What, seriously? <laughs> what the how fuck? I, how am I only hearing about this what? now? <laughs> yeah, we've known yeah. him for years, and we don't fucking know him at all. Is your name even Dustin Lamar? <laughs> Close. <laughs> Uh, so years ago I had some credit cards that, uh, didn't fully get paid. One of them was, uh, was like $5,000 and it ended up turning into seven, 7,000 something that went to collections and I never bothered with it. Uh, well, it's not that I never bothered with it. I never really could afford to do anything with it and eat at the end of the month at the same time. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then I started doing the class one thing. And I sent a good faith payment. That was my mistake. That was your mistake. Because it was, it was, we're coming up on six years of that debt just hanging out in the fucking breeze. Yep. Unacknowledged. Yep. And, uh, and so they were like, oh yeah, that yeah, guy. This guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> fucking four months later, uh, my boss comes up to me. You're being garnished. Oh, I I'm hate like, that shit. I don't mm-hmm. make enough to be garnished right now. Shit. Because I was just starting out with the class one thing, so I was still very low in wage. Um, yeah, so I ended up uh, moving to Dawson to like for cheaper cheaper, cheaper living because mm-hmm. I was paying out the ass for the apartment that I was in. Yeah, Fort St. John does that. Oh, does it ever? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, I got that all cleared out of the way and uh, finally got back up here in June. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, so I'm not as far out of the loop as I thought. No, no <laughs> like, not, not really. <laughs> oh, I got a great credit card. I let my credit card shit go south, like, and just ignore it for years on end. <laughs> years. Okay, I think I originally owed six grand, and it, like, worked its way up to, like, seven and a half, eight grand. And I called them up, and I'm like, I'll pay you six. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'll pay you six. And they're like, no, you can, no. No, you know it's worth this much. I'm like, no, my limit was this. My my credit card limit was six, and so I'm like, that's how much I borrowed. That's how much I'll pay to you right now. Take it or leave it. Well, I can't do that. I'm like, call your manager, <laughs> and I I paid six grand. I owe I owed more than that, and I was like, no, fuck you. 
I'm not paying. I'm not paying it. Does, I will not. Does it? I will work let to it. Just not acknowledge. Interest? Yes, because they have bought your debt. Yeah, they, they bought it, it. They they buy it for a certain. They don't pay <laughs> six grand for it. They buy it for another amount, and they work their ass off to huh. get it from you. You don't have to pay them shit. You can literally ignore it. They can. Yeah, it'll affect your credit and all that shit. But I didn't care about credit at the time. I just cared about fucking them and <laughs> getting the debt acknowledged that it was paid. And so I told them, I will pay you six because that's how much it was for. And yeah, we paid it off. <laughs> Because I had six. I didn't give them any, there was no great, like, no no uh, good faith payments or any of that shit. I just ignored them for as long as I could. Yeah. Wow. So I we, should have kept just, going with we, it. We learned some left, solid, so. solid financial advice today, and that is don't pay your debt. <laughs> <laughs> and if you do, don't, don't acknowledge okay. interest. <laughs> we are not financial advisors. We do not take any financial advice just because No, you I, guys said it. I no, didn't. I did say it. No, that's, that's the best what, advice you're going to get. That's what Is I it? did. That doesn't mean you should go do it. I did this last time when Amanda was on. I'm like, we went dark side, the bike, and I'm like, do not put a car tire on the back of your bike. Because somebody's going to be like, well, the blue color philosopher said I could. No, fuck you. We are idiots. And if you listen to us, you're dumber. Well, I did it for years. Of course you can. <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> You you can't sue us. We ain't got nothing. I even said, man, it's like, what are they going to sue us for? I'm like, yeah, you got a point because <laughs> we have nothing. The worst, the worst that's going to happen is you might die in a fiery wreck. I've noticed I value life a lot, well, my life a lot less than I ever have. Everyone was like, you could die. I'm like, yeah, eh. not worried about that. <laughs> but what about your kids? Okay, them, them I'm worried about. But me, I'm not, I'm not as worried. <laughs> it's not a thing I care about, <laughs> which is odd. It's it's funny how we value other things more than ourselves. Well, I yeah. do anyways. You guys are probably selfish. Okay. Okay, so <laughs> back to I've never sold a fish. Faster Mr. Lamuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help myself. So I mean this was back in the motorcycle club days and uh as far as I'm concerned, you just kinda randomly showed up one ride night <laughs> and mm. the rest is kind of history. How the heck did you wind up there? Uh, I think I, uh, I helped Mike sell his dad's truck at the car dealership yeah. that I was working at. Yeah, you were working at a dealership and I was trying to get rid of a truck. And we kind of hit it off pretty quick. We just realized we had a lot in common. I saw the ink on your arm and chatted a little bit of metal music. And then just, I was like, hey. Isn't it amazing how great that works? <laughs> <laughs> Like, fuck the chicks take forever to make friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't kick my wife out of the house. And and I, li- I literally like, run into this like guy. You like the same bands as me? <laughs> you draw on yourself, too. Let's be best friends. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it works. It does work. Look at this. Five <laughs> years later. <laughs> yeah. F- five years, you. Hey, you and I connected through metal music, too. Straight up. We did. I don't know how many years ago it was. I'm, I'm, the number is We'd probably be at least 12, at 13. Point. Yeah. At least 13 years ago, we connected through music and possibly radio and a Christian radio station I was going to help you with. And now we do this podcast. It's great. It's almost radio. It is almost radio, except... It's almost radio. Oh, man. Have you seen how much corporate bullshit is out there on the podcast now? Yeah, I know. You talked about it forever on the last Fuck, episode. Fuck, that was annoying. <laughs> Go listen, everybody. I'm right. So, yeah, we became friends, and I just like, hey, man, can I get your number? I, I asked for his number, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> or something. I don't know how. I just felt a connection, and I'm like, I'm going to connect with this guy again. And I go back to the dealership, and 
I don't know how it happened, but I was trying to get connect back with you, but you weren't there anymore. But one of the other guys still had your number, so I was like, oh, I'll give him a call. <laughs> I remember that. I, yeah, I stalked that was... him. Is that what they call a meet cute? What? what? Meet cute. That's when, like, a guy and a girl, they have, like, a little funny a funny connection, and, you know, it's like they kind of miss each other and then find each other again. I don't know. <laughs> Casual just, encounters? Just, like, if, if you were a guy and a girl, that wouldn't be an adorable story of getting together. <laughs> oh, I just, meet, meet cute. Meet I, cute. I get it. I was, I was picturing like a, a slab of ham or something. Yeah, me too. Like, Steak. What the fuck <laughs> on It's like meet cute, except when it's gay. And it's, it's. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, te- technically with, with dudes, it would be a meet cute. <laughs> M-E-A-T. Eh? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you all didn't see my gestures. Oh, well, we got the rails fast this time. (laughs) All right. I swear, I'm stone cold sober. Yeah, both (laughs) y'all are. Fucking cowards. Uh, (laughs) No, don't. (sighs) I feel bad for saying that. Don't drink if you should. Michael, never (laughs) stop saying stupid shit. Don't don't apologize for it. The world is better the more uh, stupid shit you say. Yes, I know. That's why we are projecting it for the whole world to hear and continue to hear until uh, forever. Uh, I was just thinking of something. Mike and Devin, 100 years. 100 years. 100 years. Rick and Morty. We're not, <laughs> we're not too far from 100 episodes. I know we're far away, but we're a third of the way there, and we just started. So we're doing great. Um I was just watching this thing about being consistent, being consistent. And I'm like, oh, I could just skip an episode for a week. But I'm like, no, fuck, be consistent. I was either going to do it with my wife, <coughs> which we did, um, or I was just going to put one up by myself. And I'm like, no, we need to be consistent and just having shit out there. So I'm pretty happy that we still put something out, even though it was very last minute. All right. So, yeah. like we were saying... <laughs> Got side rails. Everything gets side rails. It's great. <laughs> uh, you and I became friends. And how, okay, I was riding motorcycle, obviously. Uh, what, you ride a motorcycle now too. What I was, do. what was your entry? Was it just hanging out with uh, us and other people? Was it uh, other connections that you kind of saw them and it's like, hey, fuck, oh, I want in on that shit. Uh, so a couple of my buddies, uh, good buddies in Dawson have been riding bikes <laughs> for <clears throat> like forever. And, uh, they were, they were part of the scene in, uh, in Dawson for years and years. And that was always like, oh man, that's cool. I want a bike. And then meeting you and meeting you and everybody else, I was like, oh man, now I really want a bike. <laughs> so it kind of. And we didn't make it easy on you too. We were always on you about getting. Oh yeah. Scoots. Yeah. No. It's, oh yeah. We bugged it, you for over it, a it year. this guy who. Who doesn't have a bike to every bike meet, and of course I'm going to fucking show up without a bike <laughs> and be that guy. Sorry, I just got to adjust this. It's bugging me. There you go. Oh. Just need a little extra line there. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, so we bugged you to get a bike too. We were oh, like, yeah. we will help you learn to ride. We will get you <laughs> on point to come, just get something. Because that's the thing. First step is getting the bike. It, it always is. Yep. It's never, uh, I don't know, figuring out what you want for a bike or what kind of style. It's just get something. Get some wheels under you. Then everything else flies. But Yeah, th- this one actually, uh, it just happened by chance, entirely by chance. Uh, this, uh, this girl I was dating, her 
dad offered to sell me his old bike because he just he had a Kawasaki Ninja, big fucking like R one or something like that. Uh, Those and are, he yeah. was getting a, a new Harley fairly soon anyway. So he's like, I'll sell you this one. I was like, man, I I don't know if I got that got that kind of money. Is with the R one. No, 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 no. He had the the, 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 the one that you're riding now. The, yeah, the Royal uh, Star. The Royal Star. That's right. Uh, he had that one that he was going to sell me, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't have that kind of money." So we worked out a payment deal, and I had him paid off by the end of summer. And uh, yeah, it it worked out freaking just by total chance. Yeah, and you're married to her now. No. <laughs> <laughs> he got the bike out of the deal. He got the bike out of the deal. He's like, "Oh, this is uh, you're, you're, let's just be friends." <laughs> thanks for a bike uh no there are it, that's how i got my vic uh my vtx my vtx was the same way it was not not okay not exactly <coughs> the same way i uh <laughs> i paid it in installments because a friend had a bike and he's like yeah i'm not doing anything with it and i'm like hey could i buy it off of you but i have to do installments i can't do it all at once and he's like yeah sure it's not a big deal and it's always good to have have a friend like that while simultaneously you get the opportunity be a friend like that and yeah if if you can <laughs> if you just don't trust the guy you'd be like no you 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 have to pay up front <laughs> there there are some people that uh, i would make that deal with and there are some people that i would Make pay up front. Like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this. I, we do this. I sign that transfer paper. I'm never seeing you again. That's right. <laughs> yep. And I don't think that was an option <laughs> for me. I was just like, no, I, I can't not. I, ha- I, I bought a boat off my uh, friend, and I was like, I can't pay you right now, but I, I want, I want this boat. Can I pick it up? And it was a special deal. Uh, I'll tell you more about it later. But they forgot that I owed the money. <laughs> Oh, no. And I remember it's hanging over me, and we finally came up with it. We had the money, gave it to him. And they were like, oh, well, I completely forgot about this. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but I didn't, so here you go. And they're like, oh, you don't don't even worry about it. I'm like, no, I'm worried about it because I'm paying. I said I would pay. I'm paying. Yeah, you don't try to weasel out of stuff like I, that. I, not, that's not my style. No, it was never the intent. My intent is to pay what I owe at all times. So fuck you, MasterCard. I'll get around to you. <laughs> That's a different story. At the bottom of the list. <laughs> You'll get your money when you get your money. Just know you will get your money. Yep, eventually. <laughs> Just wait for Biden. He'll get there. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> question. What was the attraction? I mean, like, you were you were hanging out with us, and we were in a very Christian motorcycle club. Uh, you oh, know. Well, hold on. We were in CMA. Like, we were in a Christian motorcycle club. I don't know about very but Christian. But, I mean, like, literally like, we would do Bible studies. Like oh, at, yeah. At the end or the beginning of ride nights and stuff like that. Like, so, like, what was the... I always found that fascinating. <clears throat> okay. You know, I uh, often would uh, would take something from, uh, from a study night. Uh, I may not have been super active, but I was always listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always um, noticed that you listened. Like, you... You didn't check out or anything like that. No. I was just like, I, I was wondering, like, what, you know, what's going on? What's going on in, in, in the head there as he's experiencing, you know, our Christianese-ness? Our esoteric language and our... <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the way you guys interpret uh, everything that you're reading was very interesting because uh, it wasn't always literal, like word for word literal. Uh there was always uh, like a, 
a lesson to take to take from it if you thought about what was being read, right? Mm-hmm. I always thought that was pretty fascinating. And from my understanding, you don't come from a faith background. No. No. And I, yeah, so I've, I've, I have no idea what that's like to go to an event where I just know nothing except for these guys are a little strange, but, you know, they're all right. Uh, and seeing that and actually getting engaged, but not, but at the same time, seeing them work through it. That, that that would be very interesting. I could never experience it because I yeah, you can't. You find somebody from a different religion and go hang out with them. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> you could. Yeah, but like, the there, like there's like three blocks from here. There's a Sikh temple. Yes, but I don't know if they go would say be hi. the same. Because they yeah, just hang out hi. and be like hi with a beer in hand and I a burger. Think you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find the ones on motorcycles. Yeah. They're they're generally a little bit more open minded. Yeah. There's something about people on motorcycles, though. It's there not, really is. It's and not it, wearing a helmet. That really helps. Oh, no, I'm not talking about, like, just Sikh people in general. I'm talking about religious people. Religious people who <laughs> ride motorcycles. If you find a religious guy on motorcycle, he's probably got a bit, uh, a bit of a more open mind than uh, oh, just anyone. somebody you might find in a well, church. Well, I don't want to say anybody, because but you find a religiously minded person on a motorcycle, yeah, they, they, they look at the world differently. I don't know what it is about a motorcycle, but it opens you to a different way of thinking. Is it the, the constant uh, reminder of your mortality? I really do think it is. When you face death head-on intentionally every single time you go out, you can't even plant your foot down when you're feeling like stretching. It's like, no, there's an absolute control you have to have over every aspect that you can affect. Right. I don't know, I don't know if it's that or as much as like it, it, in, it in itself attracts a certain kind of outsider person. That's possible, but I've also met a lot of Goldwing riders that are not um, of the same ilk. Oh, yeah, you see a lot of those guys with the stick Sorry, I don't consider them bikers. (laughs) Anyone on a Goldwing are not a biker. Motorcycle enthusiast. The bell. bell. (laughs) It's the high-vis crew, you know. I I did have a guy call me. He's like, hey, Mike, I just rode this many kilometers. And it was a lot. I think it was like 1,500 kilometers. Uh, from one place to another. He's like, am I a biker yet? I'm like, no. Not if you got to ask. <laughs> and he's like, what do I got to do? I'm like, stop asking. Like, you asked. If you have to ask, you're not. I, you, I don't have to tell you I am. You look at me and you look at my bike and see that it's just fucking thundered. And you're like, oh, he rides it like he stole it, but he rides it. And it look like, a, I don't know. Maybe it's a, a slight attitude thing too. Some Somewhat attitude <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be a bit of a rebel. Oh yeah, and and yeah, again, like you said, like so if you can facing find a, mortality. If you can find the religious rebels, then they're the ones that are usually kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. And you have time too. That's the thing. When you're on a bike, you have time to think. You have time to meditate, and 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 if you're actually riding as much as you can, uh, which I just finished a bit of a ride, and yeah, you have time to actually be in the moment and just be like, okay. What am I going to think about? Because you can't just zone out because you have to be aware. We saw a grizzly bear. It was great. But simultaneously, I'm terrified. It's going to kill me if I'm not careful. So there's not a way that you can zone out sometimes. Sometimes you can. (laughs) It happens. But you have time to think about things. So I take time to think. All right. So you're hanging out with biker-esque, biker light bikers and coming to Bible studies and hanging out and uh, trucking you 
you've done a lot of jobs since I've known you. Hotshotting uh, for oil field companies. Yeah. Uh, car salesman. How the hell did you get into car salesman? Ooh, that one was kind of a, that one was just all around fucking weird. Uh, how did I do that? How the hell did I do that? Uh, I got out of the security industry. Uh, so I, I was down on site C for a while. I spent a lot of time in the casinos and, uh, holy shit. I can't really remember how I fell into car sales. There was, I got out of security and I think that was just the first thing that popped up. I sent him an email and I was like, Hey, I want to try this. And they were like, Hey, you might do good or bring your friends in, sell them cars. That's exactly what they do. So that's probably They look for the hot market and be like, Whoa, we just need people. I don't care if you fucking make a sale. Just Uh, as long as you bring people in. They, they, they thought I was, uh, maybe friendly enough to have lots of friends i was like haha jokes on you i know three people here <laughs> and they're all on welfare so the best realtors i know are the guys that like are socially active like oh they, yeah they yeah. make friends far and wide and they sell to their friends they shallow, their sh- stuff. shallow friends but still friends <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Shallow friends, but they still like, but their whole life is shallow. Yeah. <laughs> like when, when your net's that wide. Yeah. You can't, you can't spread yourself out that much and expect to have a, a depth all the way across. No, that's right. That's why you're, my circle's small. Like I never fucking call you. I consider you a friend and I never, <laughs> I, but I don't call anybody. I call Devin. That's it. I don't even call my own brothers and, and parents. Unless I need something. And I feel horrible for doing it, but at the same time, like, I don't yeah. need anything from But, I mean, guys. like, you and I were in the same situation where we had, we are we cast our net <laughs> too far for a long time. Yeah. And it was just stretched too thin. And it feels pretty nice now to have my circle be smaller again. Yeah, it is nice when you got people that are not breathing down your neck. Um, well, even just people that you feel like you have to talk to, <laughs> you know. Like, obligatory conversations. Yeah. Mm. Um. How did you like sales? Fucking hated it. Fucking hated it? Fucking hated it. What? Uh, it was it was a cool concept. It was something fun to try for a little while. And then I started realizing that, oh shit, I'm selling high value products to people who might not be able to afford it. Oh, isn't that, isn't that just oh, the gut so part of it? That, you have a conscience. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> You can't, you can't that. be a good salesman no. if you have a conscience. No, absolutely not. You absolutely You need cannot. to be a shark in that world. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Or be selling, like, fucking Lamborghinis or something. You, you can't afford to feed your kids. Fucking sign that line. Don't worry about that. Oh, they're going to they're gonna put themselves in serious debt because they can't afford it. As long as they're signing, who gives a fuck? I laugh I, because one, one of my that. best friends was, like, one of the like, leading salesmen in BC for, like, several years running. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. remorseless he used a line on people because okay guys got to check with their wife they have to if they're a good husband you're going to talk to your wife before you buy a vehicle and he would use this line if somebody ever said oh yeah i just got to go check with the wife he's like oh you got to ask your wife for permission i don't have to but you do you and he said it works so often it's unbelievable he wasn't married yeah you you shame them you shame them and challenge their manhood on the spot they gotta they gotta answer the call or they go away yeah like with an ego injury yeah and and like i said you gotta be remorseless in that game so i i almost got in i did a little bit of sales but not that kind of sales and when i did some research into getting into that was it drugs (laughs) no 
Uh, I did. Fifth when you grade. say sales, but not that kind of sales, what you're suddenly <laughs> saying is it was drugs. I wish. You gotta be more more I specific because I will always assume that. <laughs> I have met some drug dealers who were incredible at sales. Oh yeah. Like, except they don't dude. have to deal with rejection. Their customers come right to them. It's like, do you want to buy this stuff? It's like I got the stuff. Yeah. Or do you want to try this stuff? It's kind of like this stuff that you tried last time, <laughs> but like way fucking better. And if you don't like that, check check this out. But so they I got an awesome product. deal just for you. Yeah. Just for you. I do, I do know a guy, um, I won't name drop cause I can't remember his name for the life of me. Anyways, he would try, he would drop five lines on the table or six lines or whatever, how many people are there. And he would let people take a free hit on him, of course. And then at that point they're like, they're in and he's like, all right, cool. Next is this much. And it was like double the going rate at the time. And then he would need to lower every single one after that, but he would just get them hooked and then just walk around and selling it everywhere yeah it was a long time ago i no longer associate with him it was at least 20 years ago so that's a test drive yeah that's your yeah that's, that's, your, test that's your test drive. yeah you test driving a product yeah <laughs> the principles are all the same exactly you, you see i did um fixed rate natural gas sales uh in ontario which you go door to door and you're looking at people's bills to uh, lock them in for a five-year rate of this much per cubic meter, uh, whatever. And the rate in which I was selling at was higher than what they had in their bill. And they're like, why would I do that? I'm like, well, your bill doesn't actually reflect the market it is now. It reflects what it was three months ago. So it's a post-dated rate. And uh, if you fix it, if I, if I was to lock you in at a rate at, let's say, uh, 85 cents, I don't know what it was. Can't remember. But it says on your bill that you're paying 79. And I said, 85 cents for five years on your cubic meter. And you're like, well, that doesn't sound like a great deal. What about inflation? You're locked in at 85. In five years, what is it going to be? 90s, dollar, especially with what it is now. Yeah. In the long run, I actually did help people. So I was pretty happy about that sales. I was doing that at 18, door-to-door sales. I, I was threatened. I was yelled at. You get, you get used to rejection, but oh yeah, quick. I get, I got used to making good money too. I made some pretty good money for an eighteen year old kid living at home. No doubt. So, and my bosses noticed me right away because they were like, "Oh, you, you got something." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see." <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got into some bad habits. Not those kind of habits. I was gonna go there. It's <laughs> right to drugs. Right to drugs. Cocaine and alcohol. Man. Uh, a lot of those sales guys that they strive on that. They oh can... yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Wolf of Wall Street shit. <laughs> I got two <Yeah>. rules. <laughs> Don't touch my Percocet. And do you have any Percocet? <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie, Goon. Just so Goon. good. Oh, uh, right. And then I got into car stereos. TVs and audio <clears throat> sales and stuff like that. Electronics mostly for a place here in town. Black Who's market or legit? Legit. Above Dang board. It, I'm trying so hard to incriminate <laughs> you. No. <laughs> I, uh, worst I've done for black market is sold shitty things that I have laying around my house. I'm literally getting stuff for free and selling it. Not that. <laughs> Your body? <laughs> my penis. <laughs> Got it for free. Uh... All right. Anyways, <laughs> let's talk music. You are a musician as well, right? I do music. What's your favorite instrument? The bass? My favorite instrument Slap is the bass. Uh, not the bass. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's guitar. I I do I do like me some guitar. 
Electrical, classic, acoustic. Oh man, a little little bit of all worlds. Really? You play some classical? Uh no, I'm I was gonna be impressed there for a second. With, uh, finger, style, like, uh, finger style guitar thing I cannot do. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend's fucking amazing at it. Really? Uh, she can do so much good classical shit. I haven't heard her play, but she was telling me that she used to do like Twitch streams and stuff like that, like with uh, yeah. with with music, like learning yeah. stuff on the spot and Yeah. Yeah. She did uh, a lot of that. She made really, really good money doing that too. Really? Yeah. Twitch. Is that that internet stuff? Yeah, I know it's, I, it's, yeah. A th- it's a thing beyond us, our, our dinosaur brains. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you, you have a camera and you hook a guitar up and you plug it into your camera. And, so and ba- you it's like it's like you're doing a live stream. <laughs> yeah, like it's live streaming. You, just you and a whole comment section and you're interacting with a comment section. <gasps> Speaking of live stream, that right there. We have... Did you only get one chip? Yeah, I only got one chip. It was free. They're like $30 a pop. I'm getting you the fucking chip. You're, I'm not doing that alone. Fuck you. I hate spice. You love spice. I got it for you. We got the one chip challenge. This thing, you take, there's one chip in a plastic bag. You handle it with gloves. Okay. If you're listening to this right now, blow up our Facebook page calling Mike a pussy. <laughs> for not Good. I got getting a, whole a chip for week. himself. No, I didn't pay for it. Uh, one of the guys uh, that I was hanging out with down south this last weekend, he's like, oh yeah, I got like seven or eight of them. And I'm like, oh, my buddy would love that. And um, he was like, oh, you can take one if you want. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I picked him up for like eight bucks. I'm totally going to do it. I just, you're you're going to go you out to of your way. Do you know? I'm gonna, literally going to go pay money for one and shove it down your throat. <laughs> Anyways. When the time, live on internet. <laughs> yes. When the time comes, we're going to make a shindig. Well, maybe a fire. Maybe just us hanging out. We're going to live stream this shit. And you guys will get to see Devin for certain eat a chip and me puss out. Anyways, the idea is you eat this chip. And... You have uh, a time limit before you have anything. Yeah, it's it's dusted with like ghost peppers and or uh, no uh, reapers. Reapers, reapers, ghost pepper is like just it's unbelievably hot pepper, like shit. hot chip. Like if you can last less than a minute, you're called powerless. If you're five or ten minutes more, you're like powerful. A half hour, you're like yeah. So no beverages, no milk, no trying one, to to dull down the pain. Yeah, one hour, you're invincible. So this this pain can just last an hour. Yes. And it makes your tongue blue to show that you actually ate it. None of this, you know, put it, you swallowed it right away. You can't just swallow immediately. But apparently it's so hot that you can't because of the the corn chip and everything. You're just chewing on it. You have, like, if you just grab a corn chip and shove it down your your mouth, you can't just like, it doesn't work. force yourself (laughs) to swallow. You have to chew the dang thing. So, yeah, we have one chip challenge chip that Devin is certainly going to do and now we have to wait to do it say thanks Devin <laughs> so yeah maybe we should get a vote more people <laughs> if they're like no just fucking do it now or wait for Mike fuck you guys you guys are gonna make him wait <sighs> it seriously sounds like that chip fell straight out of Satan's asshole it exactly it, that right that is just diabolical yeah it's like, I, like pain it's can like, last it's, an hour m- my brother-in-law just did it two weeks ago there <sighs> You should have seen him just, he, he lasted five minutes, but he was in misery, like sweating so buckets, it's, it's like crying, drinking straight creamer. Uh, like he was just <laughs> trying, he's like, beer, beer. I'm like, that's a bad freaking, idea. Freaking awesome. I can't wait. 
I think that's I'm legit excited. So we're going to be doing a little get-together, a shindig, and uh, we will let you guys know (laughs) when it's going to happen. So if you want to come up and see Devin and I eat one of these Satan asshole chips, um, yeah, maybe we'll make an event of it. We'll see. It'll be fun. You guys get to laugh at us. I know it's not that cool, but what else are you going to do? It's pretty cool. So your girlfriend there, um, does she still do those Twitch streams and stuff? No. No? Okay. No. Why not? Just bored? Yeah. Because she was literally making money. Right. Uh, Doing that kind of thing, uh, it wears you down fairly quickly. Really? Yeah. Uh, There's a a lot of people, they just want to hear the same same fucking tunes. Like, there's a lot less creativity involved than... Oh, yeah. So you're you're almost to the point where you're just like turning off your creativity and then just yeah. pumping out the hits for the same jack-offs that want to hear the same thing over and over and over again. It's pretty much Trying exactly. to a- act like you're happy doing it. it. You do that for for long enough, as with anything, it kind of... Like a touring musician. Like a touring musician. <laughs> like you know, the there's Eagles. a reason they take fucking breaks between tours. <laughs> well, the Eagles are still touring from their third album, so, you know, they could... <laughs> I just, I just imagine like a little piece of Hetfield's soul dies every time he has to do Sandman. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, and I'm okay with this that song. Because, you know, Metallica and the, the whole Napster thing. I'm still mad about. So, but uh, they they became the machine that they hated or claimed to hate. That's yeah. Um, I heard uh, fucking Rage Against the Machine decided to become the machine they once raged against. Oh yes, they oh, are. They are sucking Democrat Party dick like just solid and hard. They <sighs> pro everything. If the Democrat Party says do it, do it. It's for the greater good. The greater good. <laughs> greater good. Greater good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. you, I guess I'll do what you tell me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Like, it's almost a point where I, I, at this point, you can listen to those songs ironically now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's... You want to hear this song? It's pretty cool. Oh, this is pretty rebellious. It's like, don't worry, it's sarcasm. <laughs> it's sarcasm now. It's a joke. It's like, I, yeah, you can't listen. I can't listen to... Uh, you Fuck know. you, I won't do what you tell me. Yeah, or... I can't listen to that song now without being like... Yeah, uh, sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this is this is funny now rather than yeah. Yeah, fuck it's, the man. It's like no, we are it, the man. It's, it's got a totally different tone now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So, what kind of music? Okay, so you play guitar. What kind of music are you? I know what you're into, but tell the world what you're into. Metal. 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 What kind of metal? New metal. Uh, uh, it, it varies. Thrasher. Uh, so when I first got into metal, it was straight into death metal. Yeah, straight was straight death. into the deep end. There was no in between. There was, I mean, when I was a, a young lad, I was obviously listening to like ACDC or whatever the hell tapes that my mom had laying around. Uh-huh. Uh, my favorite was ACDC and it was a, <laughs> okay, it was a bootleg tape. So it was just like a copy that somebody made with a cassette player. And I'm like eight years old. I don't know any better. This tape has the brand name on it. Somebody asked me, oh, what are you listening to? Oh, I'm listening to Fuji. <laughs> to Fuji. Oh, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> it's so cool, man. Check this out. It sounds a lot like ACDC. <laughs> no, it's just yeah. Fuji. It's like, no, no, you're, you're listening to ACDC. But the tape says, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so that was my introduction to heavier rock music. Uh, then when I was a teenager, I went into uh, an Accountable Corpse. 
has my number one still to this day. Uh, and it got weirder and faster from there. Mm-hmm. So straight into like the, the thrash, the heavier stuff. So like I did have my time listening to Metallica. Fuck that Saint Anger shit. And uh, oh, the thing is, I just listened to Saint Anger yesterday. I'm sorry. I, I literally listened to it yesterday. I'm like, I, I like this CD. <laughs> Said no one ever. I do. I legit do. <laughs> that was. Oh, you won't get into that later. I'm <laughs> 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 sorry. I just. I don't want to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing the challenge now. <clears throat> okay, we'll we'll do the chip and we'll put on Saint Anger for him. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> now he's not coming. <laughs> now I'm not coming. I mean, if if you want to argue with me, I'm game. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I never did get into Megadeth, which is weird, because the whole Dave Mustaine leaving Metallica thing. And mm-hmm. I know it's a good story. Like, I to, actually to don't st- even know that story. I mean, just just to 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 found one of like you know like the big four like major thrash outfits like in the in the ashes of being kicked out of of metallica like as they're recording their first album right like you get kicked out and fired from it you punch james hetfield you go home you lick your wounds you're like you know what fuck this i'm gonna come back heavier and faster you know like just do it myself find find a couple guys and, and give her but instead of going back and copying what Metallica is doing, what you started to write and do, you diverge into a, like just a different thing. No, he definitely did something pretty beautiful there with uh, with his departure. <laughs> with it, with his departure, you really appreciate him for, for that part. <laughs> Musically, I don't give a fuck, but uh, the, the punching guy, I'm, I'm re- I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I really appreciate the fact that James Hetfield got punched and uh, Dave Mustaine did something cool. I did hear about one guy getting punched. I'm like, hey, man, hope everything's okay. He's like, I knocked this guy the fuck out. I'm like, oh, I wish I was there. <laughs> that guy had it coming. Uh, I'm like, did did anybody video? I'm, j- I'm just curious. <laughs> Being from the fight world, we I've seen a lot of people get knocked out, so it's fun. Um. So, Cannibal Corpse, never got it. The thing is, I never quite got into it. It took me a long time to get into Metallica, but there was a few songs that hit that I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I'm, I'm starting to see what the hype is about because I didn't get the hype. Well, you I, were a youth group kid, right? Like, No, was... not just that, but I was I was around. I got into other bands. Um, oh, wow, it would have been early 2000s and stuff like that when Metallica was getting pretty big. Uh, main, a lot more mainstream. They were getting pretty big in 1985. Okay. Yes, but they weren't mainstream. They were... They were mainstream really? from, from 1990 on. 100% yeah. mainstream. Okay, well, I got... I, I started here in the more... In the early 2000s, and I was like, oh, okay, but I never quite got it. I always felt like it was just this grunt metal, I want to call it, just because you didn't have to be smart to listen to it. You just had to listen to it. It didn't, ta- it didn't take effort. And But there was a few songs that I heard that I'm like... Oh, not Sandman. It's fine. It's okay. Well, no, that's but like I that's don't like care. the single single. It's like the epitome of everything that is just a single. You're taking your whole sound and dumbing it down to the lowest common denominator, and it takes off. Yeah, and like, I would say that's a f- fair assessment of what 
Enter Sandman is compared to everything that came before it? Almost. Uh, I would say Enter Sandman is uh, a formula that they followed. Yeah, uh, ever since. I, I think a producer yeah. was just like, here, follow follow <laughs> this fo- uh, this songwriting formula for this for this song. and Like Nickelback did for every single one of their songs. Yeah. yeah or exactly. every pop artist. It's all horseshit. It's all bad. Because like prior, like prior to that, and whatnot, they're, prior they're to all that jealous Metallica was like the anti-MTV band. Like, you know, they didn't have videos. They... they like the shortest songs on some of their records were like six and a half, seven minutes, you know, kind of long proggy thrash metal, like opuses. Like, but then you went to Sandman, Sad mm-hmm. But True, Give Me Fuel, Give Me Fire. Like, what a, what a switch. Yep. The, uh, I, I believe that was uh, on purpose. And a turning point, for the, an intentional turning point for the... To, to make them mainstream, not only with uh, with the heavy metal guys and the thrashers, but with uh, the pop music li- listeners as well. Yeah, the commercialization of it, right? Oh, so. it, definitely, it definitely made them bank. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That's, <laughs> they th- did that's, good. That's the hatred for Napster and yeah. all those things. And so, so, yeah, I never got into Metallica. I just, there was a couple songs that really kind of hit pretty good. And I'm like, okay, they're all right. I'm trying to think of the one. Couldn't name it. Such a... <laughs> you're definitely not a Metallica fan. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Uh, obviously. I know two songs and <laughs> I don't even... And the one I like, I don't know the title of. <laughs> two favorite Metallica songs are definitely uh, Master of Puppets and Seek and, Seek and Destroy. Mm. Those are Those are instant classics to me. Yeah. So, okay. So you skip Metallica, more or less. More or less. And what did, did you ever get in, did you ever have, well, you said, lo- you said faster and weirder. I want to know weirder. Weirder? Than Cannibal Corpse. I was going to okay. ask, did you go through the Slipknot phase? Cause everyone, that was their, their big hit into m- new metal was, Absolutely. was when Slipknot. I, when I, uh, started getting into heavier metals and whatnot, uh, Slipknot was definitely in there. Their, their drummer is just fucking yeah, Joey. out of this world, right? So uh, they had their their key songs for uh, for me growing up. Jeez, uh, System of a Down was a huge. Oh, they were fun. They were they were big for, for me. me. Yeah, they were fun. Like, I yeah, re- I enjoyed listening for, to them. For me, like System of a Down made me love singing, like trying to like do what Surge does and stuff like well, that. He, the, Surge the, is the, weird. The, the melodies and harmonies that they would work into these like weird herky-jerky new metal songs. It's, it's like just amazing Didn't stuff. he like study opera? Like he, he went to school for like <clears throat> opera and shit like that. Like I don't know vocal, if he went to school. For, I don't know if he went to school for it, but like I know he's capable of He's of vocally trained stuff. to do it is yeah. what I mean. So. But, I don't know. They, they were just such a weird band. Like even amongst the new metal crowd, they stood out yeah. as something... Above and separate, like they transcended it. Yeah. No, they did good. Okay, I did, really like those guys. Did you do the Ramstein thing too? Uh, that one was another hit or miss, like uh, like Metallica. Yeah. Like they've got their songs that resonate. I think the or, thing that made them so heavy. big was the fact that they were banned in their own country. Well, or foretold to be banned in their own country. They're like, we we're not even allowed to play at home. <laughs> and, they, and that's what people were attracted to. They weren't actually attracted to 
well, the show was fucking insane. I've seen some of their live DVD stuff and what they did on stage. I was like, oh, fuck. These guys That's are like, crazy. Yes, you can, these guys are crazy. You can sound like crap, but if you put it on a good show, people will love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but if you can mix the two together where you sound amazing and you put it on an amazing show, fucking, mm-hmm. you're winning. Yep. Ramstein won. Yeah, they, they, their showmanship, well, he was up there with, uh, what's the stupid name? Uh, oh, the fucking idiot. Oh, you're doing so good today. I know. I'm just on <laughs> point, point. Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, he was a guy who tried to put on a good show and tried to be all hardcore and metal, and he slips and, like, busts his knee up a little bit, a little, a little bit of blood, and he's like, oh, they were all, they were all looking at me and, like, cheering me on. I was like, fuck, I'm hurt. He just, he sounded like a complete bitch. I, like... Foo Fighters is more hardcore than uh, he is because Foo Fighters <laughs> breaks his leg on stage, continues the show while getting a cast put on, and he's not metal. He's just a rock guy, and he's like, he's "No fuck, I'm going to keep going." Yeah, like <laughs> pretty metal. <laughs> Dave Grohl, he's, uh, I, he's I like around. Dave. He's, yeah, he's been around the horn. Like he started off in like hardcore bands before Nirvana. Really? Then he was the drummer for fucking Nirvana. Yeah. Then he goes off and like, makes one of the biggest rock bands in history. But, like. He, uh, by accident, by accident, really? Yeah. By it was like accident. a joke almost. <laughs> yeah. He, he wrote all the songs for the first album and, uh, he sent it off. I don't know if it was like as a joke or whatever, but, uh, he sent it off and somebody was like, Hey, this is fucking good. And they got a hold of him and they were like, can you do this? Like on stage? And he's like, Oh fuck. What have I done? <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> so yeah, he, he had to like last minute put together a band or something like that. Yeah. Is is, is that cool. for the Foo Fighters? For the Foo Fighters, yeah. Really a cool story behind that. So he also did a side project called Probot, where he got a whole bunch of guest artists to work with him, and he did a whole CD of metal songs. And it's it's really good. Okay, like, I gotta, there's a there's a couple there's a couple. I gotta do there a little more are, searching because I... <laughs> like he did one with Lemmy from Motorhead with Lemmy singing, and like he. Like it, it, it sounds like a classic freaking Motorhead song, dude. I gotta check this out. Yeah, check that out Robot. Cool. That's cool. That so, cool. uh, yeah, like I was saying, Marilyn Manson. Did you have one of those phases where you're like, he's the best, or even just I love his music? Because I never, again, that's another guy that I'm like couldn't couldn't care. So, in the there was no band i would say that i was like oh my god these guys fucking reign supreme over everything and shit on everything around them uh for me i was that band was the doors no (laughs) (laughs) right on (laughs) so there was never any metal band or anything like that it just i took to the to the heavy metal genre and was like this genre is just for me yeah i can do stuff with this and i like it but the shit that I listened to, uh, like when I wasn't busy with being awesome with metal, was shit like The Doors, Jefferson Airplane, all the the old '60s did you, uh, psychedelic. Did you ever give Kansas a Kansas a good listen? Kansas, yeah. Well, they got their biggest song ever was "Carry On My Wayward Son." Yeah, okay. I thought that's what you were talking about, but not not that song in particular. Um, what was the name of that? I'm doing horrible tonight. Uh, I, I've never given them an honest. You've track. never given them. A, they're a fun listen. They really are. I, I was listening. I had a couple of their vinyls, and I was giving it. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Like some of the stuff from the '60s and '70s was just phenomenal. That was one of oh, my yeah. favorite eras. 
uh-huh. into 70s. Because it didn't matter how commercially good you were if you weren't musically good. They didn't yeah, care you, what you they, looked like oh, physically. Yeah, it was almost the uglier you looked, the better. Like, you could just go and play. Oh, yeah, you remember Mungo Jerry? <laughs> Not that. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> Oh, especially that—that that is something I do appreciate about a metal is the the it's not as it, there are commercial aspects to it, but sometimes bands they don't give a fuck what they look like if they're great musicians like Zayo. You look at the band themselves; it's like, oh, really? This is it? And they're like, yeah, fucking, and they're fucking phenomenal. And then you've got guys like Slipknot where they have a showmanship to them. They have a, like just this this. Uh, niche that they're like this is our scene and there's a lot of people who tried to mimic it and i know at some point they're they're a tamed down norwegian black metal style of showmanship but at the same time for what for what it is it's really good it's a lot darker it's a lot well i don't know about darker uh, you totally Theatrical. lost me on your train of thought here. okay norwegian black metal okay yeah. they're very showy in the way that they look like they're oh, with the corpse paint. The corpse like paint, the, all that the stuff. Long, the long hair and hiding in the woods and the white and black <laughs> yeah, pictures yeah. and stuff like, like that. every but single metal is, like, album out the there. The thing is, they, like, those bands, they don't do live shows. No? Hardly ever. Uh-huh. They hate playing live because... <laughs> Interacting know. with people. It's like, like they, we they made want, this album and yeah, we had they, pictures done they for it. They hate people. They hate girls, uh, human interactions of any sort. They just want to be locked in their basements hating everything. <laughs> <laughs> Nihilistic fucks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Nor- Norwegian black metal can kind of suck my cock. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not no, a fan. No love lost. I'm, I'm not a huge fan. I, I don't mind black metal, like, as a genre, but, like, that whole little niche there of, like, all these guys in, like, corpse paint hiding in the woods, whatever, is, like, it's just so gay. Okay, yeah, well... They they do that, but imagine them actually being active. That's Slipknot, except for a little bit more theatrical. Well, that and sounding like something a normal person would want to listen to. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. King Diamond, man. <clears throat> there we go. There we go. That's, that's getting into the, uh, the active onstage black metal scene. King Diamond. Merciful Fate. Same guy. Yeah. See, like... I, that I can I can dig I can dig King Diamond Merciful Fate like they've got that that classic eighties metal sound just with like a with a little bit more of a dark esoteric twist to it. Yep. Very very good storytelling. The the guy was an amazing songwriter. Yeah, it was like it's like Judas Priest with Mickey Mouse singing telling ghost stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I went into the woods. <laughs> is that a fair is that a fair assessment of what King Diamond sounds like? Yes. Yes. It's beautiful. Okay. And I love it. <laughs> I, now I feel bad because I haven't I... listened to them and I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. Like, okay, now now I have a misperception of what <laughs> yeah. they are because Mixy Mouse telling Mouse. haunted stories. Oh, he, his, his voice is so high. Yeah. And, it, and it's very clean. Like, it doesn't have any of, like, the grit. So it, it kind of, like, sort of get a Mickey Mouse sound. You start singing about ghosts and terrible things and stuff. Yeah, it is very, very huge on the facetto. Yeah. Oh, wow. Just you know, how, how many pitches above nat- natural can I go? 
And just kind of he just kind of stays just there. All of them. All just, of them. <laughs> and all he the does f- it so well. Like it's it's very really? very well done. If you once you once you stop laughing, it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually it, t- very it takes good. a minute. But like that's the great thing about metal is it's so fucking absurd. Yeah. Like, yeah. In in all of its forms, it's really like absurdist art. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, because and that's why I love Saint Anger. <laughs> Because I come from the youth group scene. I can fault you on that, but I, I also can't. <laughs> okay, so that, that that whole piece of hot garbage. <laughs> Best described. <laughs> yeah. Is, is a giant, it, it's the biggest metal band in the world, the most commercially viable metal band in the world, being like, we're just going to do therapy on CD. And... We're g- it's like a big joke because we're going to give it to this record label and they're going to dump millions upon millions of dollars into marketing this to the masses. <laughs> I actually just recently watched the uh, the documentary about that therapy that they were undergoing through. Yeah, yeah, some kind of monster, doing. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that was actually a really good documentary. <clears throat> it was I, interesting. I really enjoyed watching that. So, like, but, uh, yeah, like seeing all the stuff going on behind the scenes for it, and then them just being like, fuck, we're tired of being like this commercially produced big thing. Let's just take a giant dump and sell it to everybody. It's like, that's, that's fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so raw. Like there's like, they, they could put so much more effort into it, but instead they're just like left all the hard crappy edges of their bullshit drama and drunken drama fueled life into it. And that it just sits there as this one weird thing, and there's discography. It's it's steaming so, a little bit. Yeah, that like, anger so, music so to video. me, it's yeah. To me, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, this is art. Like, <laughs> this is the biggest troll played on metal metalheads in history. <laughs> that is a very interesting way to look at it, and I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> so yeah, there's my opinion of Saint Anger. <laughs> All right. So I like it. Give give it I a fresh it. listen with that in mind. I th- I might have to. I might have to. So are you saying? I uh, hate to use theater language, but it was very. Ca- it's a campy album. It's oh, no, it's not campy. It's just raw as all get out. There's just no. It's, there's no production value. There's no songwriting. There's no attempt to make his voice sound good. There's no guitar solos, which is something they're known for. And, Every song they've ever made, great guitar solos. There's no song structures. It's just riff soup <laughs> thrown in. So like, it's there's no camp to it. It's just all the hard edges with none of the no polish. Yeah, with no no polish on it one whatsoever. Hmm. I have to say, I am a huge fan of riff soup. <laughs> I love me some soup. You betcha. Uh, I think that's kind of a huge problem with. Uh, with metal today is there's, there's not enough riffs. No, it's all it's all chord based pop music that's uh, just pushed through a fucking distorted amplifier and shat into your ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got the stuff like uh, gent and math metal and whatnot, where it's it's way too technical, way too wanky to to really yeah. Well, yeah, it's like they're playing like just like really complex chord progressions with like the most kind of like low bassy like uh tone to it like it's like down tuned to like it, it basically sounds like they're playing guitar underwater 
it, it's not even really that. It's the, uh, oh, fuck, I can't even explain it now. Because you got the over-complexity of uh, a lot of the parts. Mm-hmm. So it's just wanky tapping for, like, the whole fucking song. And the the rhythm parts are just made up of just open notes. Well, yeah, just and like chugga, 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 like chugga. Like, that's the, just... the rhythmic part of it, yeah. I do like the rhythmic part of it. But if it's just the rhythmic part and then over-complex uh, stuff, it's like, yeah, it's not fun for me to listen to. I think it's kind of a problem because there's no actual, like, solid riffs built into the songs anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just rhythm or super complex. So so there's no soul. It's like there's no there's no, there's, there's no meat and potatoes there. It's exactly. just, it's like, just either garnish or sauce. Garnish or sauce. Yeah, exactly. So if you go back to uh, Enter Sandman, there was a riff to that song. Mm-hmm. There's uh, that guitar melody, right? I, I miss that about music. Is there, there's no, there's no soul in it anymore. It's okay. Is, is there any like of the kind of like the big current like crop of, of, of metal bands that you think kind of gets it right? Uh, geez, I haven't listened to a whole lot of recent stuff. I have been listening to pretty much nothing but doom and stoner rock and like psychedelic acid rock. For the past two years now, yeah. Oh, that I can so. dig. I can dig that. Like, I, I, I like the idea of having a type of music where it takes like those riffs and lets just lets them breathe, and then kind of throws in like just kind of like kind of a psychedelic soundscape alongside them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Witch does that. Does that really well? They're kind of a, a strange band. They did an album in 2006, a self-titled album, uh, which with, uh, guitar J Mascus, he was, a. that's the only way you're going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you're going to find something. So from how would you South describe Africa. doom to somebody who's listening to this podcast right now? Is like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, black Sabbath. Yeah. So that's... it's like, it's, it's like you take Ozzy's black Sabbath and kind of just, you go off on a tangent from there. Basically. Absolutely. 110%. That's doom. Yeah. Uh, so it's like getting back to the basics of, of what metal is. You're, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's basically, uh, sucking the rem- the remnants of like whatever riffs are left off of Aussies. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there, should, there should be a few there. He's uh... a, <laughs> what was, what's his, what's his face? Sure. Uh, Zach Wild once said is like, Tony, I only wrote all the riffs. The rest of us are just taking his wheels and putting new tread on them. Yep. Yep. I would describe Doom as exactly that. All right. So, we, De- Devin suggested an album to you very recently. Uh, today. Well, today. Today. That was a... Uh, very recent. I, 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 I spoke directly. Yeah. <laughs> very recent. <laughs> What did you think of that? It's it's a band that you've never heard before, never, uh, and, and as you were talking about um, so hyper technical music, they their earlier stuff was a lot more technical. I feel like they toned it down a little bit on this album. Uh, yeah. was, I, wa- I want to talk about it because like this is a band that you and I have been into for well, from the beginning. One of the bands that we bonded over, yeah, and they went on a ten year break, yeah. And just released this new album here this week. Uh, what's that? Children of uh, Dead World or 
Yeah, something like that. Uh, I was listening to it earlier today. And so for us, this is like, oh, a band we feel super nostalgic about. We're like, you know, excited about new shit coming out. And I was like, I wonder what somebody who'd never heard these guys that we love would think of them. Like just coming with completely fresh listen. All right. So the band is, for anyone who's wondering, is Becoming the Archetype. And the album that we're talking about is Children of the Great Extinction. Yes. So brand new album for us, a band that 10 year break, we love their other stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, Terminate Damnation, uh, like I'm saying album titles here, Terminate Damnation, Dichotomy, uh, Celestial Completion, like these Uh, these are- Physics of Fire. Physics of Fire was a little less on my board, but still a good album. I would say it's like a kind of a death metal-ish metalcore band. Yeah. They definitely had that uh, that metalcore vibe to them. (laughs) They're very melodic. Yeah. Uh, also very technical in their in their playing. I, I actually had a lot of fun listening to them. Oh, it's a good listen. And yeah. I when I say that they're not as this one seemed a little less technical. That's saying something. Like if if this one was something you call technical, well, I, would I would consider like, their yeah. other ones. Their their first a little their first two. Their first two are very like heavy on kind of like that prog scale kind of riffing. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, they messed with a, a lot of weird time signatures in that. Mm-hmm. I noticed right away. Yeah. It's like, it like, holy fuck, that's weird. Okay, right on. And, uh, yeah, there, that was fun. Lots of different time signatures, lots of technical riffs. and Yeah, I was wondering if you'd be like, oh, this is, this is bullshit. <laughs> or if there'd be something there that was worth it. Oh, yeah, that, that was worth the listen. Yeah. I, I couldn't get right into it because I was working. Uh, driving, staring at pavement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, that's when I'm able to get into it. I uh, Devin messaged me. He's like, hey, have you listened to this album? I'm like, yes, but more in passing. I didn't actually listen, listen. I I had it on and I was doing something, so I wasn't able to do a, you know, a deep listen. But And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to give it a listen. This is yesterday. And then I had the wife, and I was barbecuing, and then the kids, and the neighbor, and it just everything bombarded me as soon as I decided to start listening to it. And so I couldn't do it. There was just no listening. <laughs> and so today, I finished all my podcasts. I did a, a few extra here and there. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm kind of caught up. What do I got to listen to? Something I gotta, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll listen to this. And because of the, the, the part of the job I was on, I was sweeping. I was doing mm-hmm. cleanup. I was do, getting ready to clean up the day. I'm like, oh, I'm going to listen to this album. So I'm doing my cleanup, doing a little here and there. But I was actually able to give it a listen. So you looking at pavement and be like, I, I can't really focus on it. Where me, I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm able to focus on it because all I'm doing is just a little mundane work, nothing heavy. And so I finally got to give it a good listen too. And I liked it. I really did. Like lyrically, just phenomenal. Uh, musically, just not as technical, but at the same time, not not overwhelmingly. I think, I think they're getting more sneaky with their technicality. Yes. Like before it used to be like really like in your face, you know, like all of a sudden huge time signature switch or like a crazy, you know, a crazy play with like a weird scale. Well, like or, in Cardiac or, Rebellion, that was one that just jumped yeah, all over the place. Just so like, a, we're going to throw a ska just, yeah, They'll just do a whole genre shift and play a ska song in the middle of their, <laughs> like, 
Oh, joy. oh like, it's yo, so it's so good. It's one of my oh, favorite songs. Something like that. Yeah, it so, is like, one of my favorite songs. <laughs> so like from like that stuff, I felt like they kind of like integrated their technicality into more of like a like into a sound. Yeah, and I appreciated that because I was like, okay, there's 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 less that's jumping, and that's why it was harder for me to get into. Yeah. I had a really hard time getting into the, this album. Really? Because I was expecting. I was expecting a little bit more flash or, uh, or a little bit more jarring, you know, stuff going on. But so I found it all kind of bled into one until I really was like, okay, like I finally got a chance to like just good headphones, listen to it while I was sitting, smoking my pipe. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm starting to hear the stuff now. Yeah. Starting to hear like the cool bass lines and like just all of a sudden like a, like a good spacey part or like a nice vocal melody and like the songs differentiated themselves like it opened up it's like oh finally like, yeah i was worried <laughs> yeah me too like, i'm like why am i not like, getting into this album this, the way this... that the the other ones i got into them immediately i'm like okay cool like this is this is very in your face very yeah so like is that just because like for us like this album's like competing with our nostalgia i really do think it is because because it's not it's not living to the same level like, have you ever had the situation where you're like super stoked for a band to come back with new stuff and then it hits and it leaves you cold? Oh man, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Actually, you know what? Cannibal Corpse did that to me. Really? Yep. Cannibal Corpse did that to me with their uh, their latest album. I was super, super excited for it. And I was expecting something like, uh, I don't know, Evisceration Plague or Kill or something like that but it just it never happened and it was something completely different and i didn't fucking like it mm-hmm. <laughs> so so did did it open up to you at all or was it just just a straight up miss total miss i never did never did like that album really that would suck well i mean they got something like fucking 15 albums or something like that. So, I mean, can't Yeah, like yeah, it's not like in. you're... It's, you've got a lot to choose from. Yeah, exactly. Do they release stuff, like, regularly? They used to. They okay. used to. It's a, it's fewer and further between now. But, uh... One I of the bands I've been listening to, they've been, they've been releasing something, like, every month or so, and they're like, oh, we'll be releasing the album soon, and it was supposed to be out already, but there was a... I don't know, some kind of hiccup with the distribution of the records. They were like, well, we don't want to release the record or the album until yeah, so all our record sales or whatever. Two months. Two months delayed. And I'm like, ah, uh, Demon Hunter. They put out some new stuff. And I'm like, it's really good. It is. They got some great features, too. And uh, I know, I'm excited to listen to the one with Max Cavalier in it. Oh, really? That yeah. would be an interesting. I'm person. a huge Soulfly fan. I love those guys. Or. You know, early Sepultura, Soulfly, right, right. conspiracy. Anything Max does, I'm pretty well. I'm you're locked I'm with in, you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> He's like seeing Soulfly live was one of my favorite live shows, and not because of the show at all. Like they stood there and they just played, <laughs> like it's, just no showmanship, just and, borderline lazy. But like, just like but they played like they fucking meant it. Like, just, like, the grooves were hitting. Like, it was, like, you know, like, Max just has an aura, too, to him. But, like, the band after him was the headliner, uh, Five Figure Death Punch. 
and like they played their whole set they you know they had the risers the pyro the the guy with one leg on the on the on the monitor playing the solo like he's done a million times you know and it's just like i listened to that thing like yeah these guys put on a show but like something about soulfly felt authentic like it's like this is a fucking metal show. Like the like it just the groove hit. It just it didn't feel overproduced. Well, it didn't feel produced at all. It felt like a band that was in tight, that knew how, they they knew their groove, they knew their swing, and they also knew how to have fun with it. Like in, like, I don't know. It was just it was just a good live show. It it came across audio, audioly, and I audio-ly. loved it. Audioly, audioly. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't the word be autistically? <laughs> Probably sound like an autistic kid right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nerding out. <laughs> oh, uh, what's his face? Kirk, the guy who did our... Uh, Can I just say one more thing? Yeah. Screw Five Finger Death Punch. Thank you. That's it. I didn't mind them. Didn't mind. They're they're like, I don't know, the creed of metal bands. I lost a little bit of respect for you just now. I, they're fine. I don't, it's not like I own any, I haven't, I haven't even, okay, in my defense, I've never downloaded a single one of their songs and I've never gone out of my way to listen to their music. Is, does that help? <laughs> a little bit. It makes it a little bit better. <laughs> All I right. was expecting you to open that closet door and just <laughs> filled with five finger death punch memorabilia. <laughs> I've got something for you. Kabam! <laughs> uh, the guy who made our, you ever heard of a band called Galazia? No. No. The guy who made our intro music, he's in this band called Glazia, and they are, per- they're, they're all right. They're pretty good. I haven't, again, another band I've only downloaded, only listened to a little bit of, but from what I have heard, they are quite good. And uh, just a free shout out there, Kirk. <laughs> hey, Kirk, if you're listening, can we play one of your band songs? Yeah, let us know. I, I know I messaged you like the other day, yesterday. I sent so, them a so meme. So what are they? Are they like a Southern rock sort of sound? Like what do they, what do they sound like? Oh, I'll have to show you after because I just, <laughs> it's hard to, I just, can, can you play it in the microphone like you did earlier? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Yeah. Let's see if it, Kirk, see. don't sue us. <laughs> yeah, one of us here has already been sued. We don't need more. <laughs> All right. I just got to get past this ad. Anyways, he's in this band and then, uh, our, one of our other friends was like, Hey, I've been listening to this band. It's like just he messages people because he just loves messaging people and he's like oh I was listening to this band Glazia they were pretty good and he's like oh really and he's like yeah he's like why and he's like oh thanks and he's like what he didn't even know he was in oh, the so band so he texted the guy from <laughs> the band the guy from the band because he's just like oh I'm just talking to my buddy and yeah sure like, that's shit that's my band he's like that, that, that's me that's <laughs> that's hilarious that's right because you guys all worked at Cameron together yeah we all that worked was, at Cameron that's together the connection. yeah See if I can get any fucking music. What the fuck? Oh, I hate iTunes for that. Or uh, not iTunes, uh, Spotify. I'm like, I just want to listen to this band. Why don't you just play this band? Well, you're not subscribed, are you? No. Uh, all right. I'm going to do the proper <clears throat> one with iTunes if they're on there. Um, you're, you're creating dead air, Mike. I know, and it's all my fault. All right. This is Glazia. Oh, I'm going to go to like, I don't know. Why does it sound like shit? 
almost like kind of power metal-y. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say it's like Five Finger Death Punch mixed with uh, Drowning Pool. Or, uh, huh. Disturby almost. Disturbed. A little yeah, bit. A little, a little bit of Disturbed. I, I think they definitely show their influences. I like it. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's all right. He, oh man, Kirk did such good shit for us for that intro. I'm like, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, again, really appreciate him and what he did. And I'm like, when hearing that music, it's good. It's a little mainstreamy. Like it's nothing like crazy. Well it's, it's well produced. I think he produces it too. I think he plays mm-hmm. guitars and produces it. Yeah. Well, I've I've heard some of the solos that he's ripping off for these songs and they're like fantastic solos. Yeah. He is oh, he's quite good. I can't wait to have him on. I really can't. I I want to, but summer is shit for timing. We oh, man, I can't even talk about some of the shit we're going to be getting in on uh for for guests that we're going to be having on because we haven't lined any of it up, but I'm very excited for what we've, we have yeah, coming we've, up. We've got leads for some interesting guests that are like, they till, make me feel now, retarded. Up till now, all of our guests have just been our buddies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come shoot the shit with us. And it's, it's great. It's, it is. But now we're going to have somebody who's smarter than us. and be like, Hey man, we're not doing video. Yeah, so you can wear your pajamas. Mm, that's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to look like an idiot. I, I'm just going to call it the juvenile philosophers after that one. It's just, <laughs> Isn't that implied by blue collar? I <laughs> hope so. I hope it is. Like I, to me, I almost think of our 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 uh, our title is like a it's like an oxymoron. Like we're we're, we're like poking a jab it's, at it's, the whole idea of being a philosopher. It's, it's like we're philosophers too. We've got whiskey and thoughts. <laughs> I'm like really, prove us wrong. <laughs> it's self-deprecating, and I, I I've actually thought about self-deprecating humor because a lot of people they assume. Self-deprecating is a, um, they're like, oh, it's negative. It's always bad. It's just like, you should never be self-deprecating. You should be proud of yourself and you should be very high on your own shit. And I'm like, no, self-deprecating is for people who have been kicked and fucking, they've been fucked with. And now. Is it it false pride? No. (laughs) It is a, uh, oh, it might be. Um, (laughs) It is a power grab. It really is the self-deprecating humor that you have for yourself. You're taking the power back. You you're taking fun of me. You, fuck I, you. I can make fun of me better than you can. You. So if anybody ever, tr- I was bullied a lot as a kid. So it's people would make fun of me and I'd be like, fuck you. And I would laugh at their jokes and then I'd make it better. And <laughs> so they couldn't, they couldn't fuck with me except for physically. They could, they could really fuck with me physically. I got beat up a lot. Mostly because I had a mouth. <laughs> I had a mouth. No. <laughs> But now I know how to choke people, uh, and not just for fun, uh, mostly for fun. Works both ways. So we have this this idea of oh, it's a bad thing. It's like no, it's a power grab. It's saying fuck you. I'm going to take this. What the one thing you have is your attitude towards me, and I'm going to take so it from you. How does that work with people that aren't trying to like cut you down when you're just being self-deprecating in front of a bunch of people are like, no, why, why would you say that? <laughs> you, you does, does it work? Then? You haven't learned to harness it and use it properly. You just haven't like, you just, you assume everyone's after you. <laughs> okay. So you have to be paranoid. It's, oh yeah. There is a certain level of uh, compensation for it. <laughs> I know I'm there. Some people like, uh, I do find it funny when people are like, I don't know. I say I'm a bad guy. And they're like, you're not that bad. I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm saying it. It's fine. 
And they're like, no, you're not that bad. I'm like, no, I am because uh, I'm a Christian and I have to see. Anyways, and, the, and I, I realize why that is. Because if I say I'm a bad guy and they think I'm a good guy and they think they're worse than me, that makes them worse than what they are. So... <laughs> They don't like it. I'm trying to follow the math there. So, I'm sorry. I'm tired. So <laughs> we're all fatigued. <laughs> I'm just. Gonna, I'm, I've been lost I'm on gonna, this for a while. I'm gonna I assume had an that energy made drink. Sense. I had an energy drink, so uh, it's finally kicking in. <laughs> okay, so Dustin, was it yesterday or the day before? You sent me this weird ass text in the middle of nowhere. Oh yes. Yeah, and and you got. Was me... it in the middle of? You weren't even like mid conversation or anything. No. No, it was a random text that I opened up. It was just like, well, there's a thinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was on the highway and something <clears throat> just kind of came to mind. I was like, huh, I know a couple of guys who might appreciate this. So as I said. He did yeah. send it to me. He was like, I love this guy. He just sent me this thing. <laughs> and, all right, what was the question directly? Okay, so you asked me, um, is... Is there such a thing as false pride? If there is, how would you describe it? Right. And and I, I, I thought about this for a while because... Yeah, so you, it got you thinking? It did get me thinking. Yeah. Um, you ever heard the phrase imposter syndrome? Yes. I think that is the best level or the fake it till you make it... Uh, level of thought when it comes to false pride. You don't, you're not actually certain of yourself. You don't know if you have what it takes or are certain or are confident, but guess what? You can fucking fake it. But are projecting it. <laughs> you project the, the, the perception of pride, the perception of competency and, and, and understanding. And I'm like, yeah, I think more than anything, I think false pride, which I I hate pride. I think pride is bad. And I'm not talking about the f- kind. I'm talking the gay kind. Sorry. I'm going to edit that one. <sighs> Sorry. Had a couple drinks. We're going to oh, edit this, this one so we don't get canceled. <sighs> Back to the beginning. Of all the F words we've used tonight, that's the one. All right. I don't like false pride. Uh, or I don't like pride. I think it's bad. I think yeah. we need to so that's, that's lean where I went. further like, as soon as into I got humility. The question, as soon as I got the question, I'm like, started stroking my beard. It's like, what is pride? Hmm, let me go down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> so what, what were your thoughts when you when, when he asked yeah. you that question? Was it uh, know, along I, the same I wanna, lines? I, I'll get into it. I want to hear, hear Dustin's opinion of pride or what is false pride or, or where, is, where his head's at when he thinks about answering that question. Because I never heard. You, you, I sent you. A I message. never had an answer. Oh, okay. I, it was something that I, I, I racked around in my brain for a little while, and then I, fucking, got back to work, and it started. <laughs> just nothing ever really came of it. Uh, but nice boot this fucking thing. Uh, the more I do think about about it, uh, the more I think. What uh, you were saying there, Mike. The imposter syndrome? The imposter syndrome thing. I think that's pretty much right along along the same lines as where I, I would categorize it. Uh, holy shit, I can't even string a thought together right now. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I get it. Because, like, you can, like, you know, you maybe, maybe there's a thing that you want to be proud <laughs> proud of, you know, and there's but there's elements in it that you're like, Really? 
it's like, yeah, like do you do you project pride over this thing, even though you're like, oh, I think it's a projection thing. I, I think be. I think I want to be proud of of this, <clears throat> so I'm going to say I am proud of this. I don't truly believe in it though. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all been there a time or two. Yeah, I, I, I say anybody that's really honest with themselves can probably say that at least maybe about a portion of their life or something they're involved in or have been involved in or doing. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, it, it I think that's something a... that's easy because you, you change over time. And yeah, I, I mean, it could be something as simple as your job. Mm-hmm. You know, like you you can say, oh, well, what do you do for a living? It's like, oh, I'm a I'm a carpenter. I'm super into carpentry but meanwhile it's not really doing anything for me so i mean like everybody wants me to be proud of what i do so therefore i am but secretly i don't i don't fucking like carpentry yeah mm-hmm. there's some people who just they, they they project this idea of what they what they think other people need to see or yes yeah mm, exactly yeah. okay i'm starting to get more where your head's at yeah, that, and that's that's pretty well where I'm sitting with it. I, I think it was you that mentioned uh, a lie is a lie. Mm-hmm. So false pride can't really be. It can't really be pride. It can't really be pride. Yeah, because, yeah, it's a lie. You're lying to yourself. Well, some people <clears throat> need to lie to themselves. Even, even you ever feel like you're lying to yourself uh, in the way of I am competent, I am capable but you don't feel that way, but you are. So you are competent, you are capable, but you don't see it. So you feel like you're lying to you to make it, but you're fucking fine. You're, you're, you're doing it. You are capable. You just don't see it because you know you could be more than what you are right now. So you feel as if you're faking it, but you're doing it. Look, okay, for instance, we're not professional that, podcasters. That- we're doing it right now. We're having conversations. We got some recording. We've got half decent sound. We are doing it. Do I feel like I'm impostering? No, because I'm not successful. Maybe if I was successful and making a shitload of money looking at a moving blanket and a fucking ugly ass carpet on the wall. You might feel like you're living somebody else's life. Yeah. Yes. See, I, I really don't like the idea of lying to myself though, because I, like, I've done it so much. <laughs> and that's where I think <coughs> it's, it's better to live in a level of humility, me- a mental humility of, um, I may not be what I could be. So being honest with yourself, yeah. but walking in it in spite of your shortcomings walking in it in spite of your perceived incompetence or, or, or um, incapability. It's like, yeah, let's say you have a class one driver like you are and somebody who's been doing it for years, but they're still shitty, but they're still doing the job. They're still getting it done. They might not be very good at it, but they're still getting the job done. But not yeah. paying any attention to improving. Yeah. Their but they're job. still technically, yeah. but it, they can be humble and say, yeah, I'm not that great. But I'm get I'm I'm doing my best. See, I respect or that. I'm working I, at I, it. I respect that. Like so, I didn't think that the conversation would go here at all. I'm forcing it to go philosophical because we. <laughs> 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 or, or, no, I'm I'm happy it is. Like okay, so okay. there's a I, I'm I'm gonna read uh, a passage of scripture, Dustin. We're getting into old school <laughs> interpretation here. Okay. Yeah. K- kicking it back to when we first met here. All right. So earlier this week, I was doing my you know, random meditation 
uh, on Bible passages. So I was reading a part from Psalms 24. It said, Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false, and do not swear deceitfully, they will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God of their salvation. Such is the company of those who seek him, who seek the God of Jacob. So I was listening to, or reading this, and I thought, you know what? That, that, that is true for me. So ascending the hill of God, it's like ascending levels into heaven is kind of what that sort of means, right? Like, So who gets to step into the presence of God? Those who don't lift their souls to, to what is deceit don't lift their souls towards falsehood. You can, if you want to be in the presence of the divine, the most present, the most, the most on point, like the highest point and place of being, you can't do it if you're lying to yourself. Yeah. You can't do, like, you can't lift your soul, you can't lift your soul and offer it to God as well as to, to a lie. Yeah. And so for myself, I'm like, I just, I need to stop fucking doing that. Yeah, I need to stop squelching it because I'm just sitting here emotionally, mentally, spiritually dead because I'm always tucking the part of myself away because I, I need it to be shielded or I don't I, I don't want to say what I really want to say. Yeah. And so like I just I, I'm just getting to the point I'm like, fuck it. It's time to just be honest yeah. all the time. Because if, if I want to, if I ever want to be in that kind of place where I have that true connection to the highest, to God, to the divine, to the best Devon I can be, I can't cross there from holding on to lies. Yes. And the, the thing is that can go both ways, right? You got these people on the other, on the other end of the spectrum that will turn around and be like hyper humble. Like they'd be like the oh, humblest of false, humble, false humility. The yeah, that's a real. Thing. It's oh, yeah. it's a real thing. Like false pride is a real thing, but so is false humility. Where it's the humble brags, it's uh, it's those people that make Instagram videos or online videos of them giving to charity or giving to some homeless guy who didn't deserve Hashtag it. Humble life. Let's yeah, get hush. ready to humble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they just, they video every little piece of shit they do. And I had a buddy a long time ago. He's like, hey, man, we should go, we should go give sandwiches to homeless people. I'm like, actually, that sounds like a good idea. I was like, you think we can make it happen? He's like, yeah, we could video it and make it a, uh, put it online. I'm like, nope, fuck it. I, I refuse to give sandwiches to homeless people because he wanted to videotape it. Yeah. And I'm like, no, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Do it and let nobody know. Yes. That's right, stranger. Stranger. <laughs> stranger. <laughs> it works. And so it's this Don't humble brag. It's doing a stranger danger right there, man. That's right. You could also just sit on your hand until it falls gonna, asleep. You're going to interrupt the process. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never. See, I quote scripture and he's like, stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Did you, that just happen? <laughs> if if you want to know what the Bible really says, read Ezekiel twenty three twenty, and and you'll you'll be like, all right, I can I can say whatever the fuck I want now. Uh, 
Do you want to know what Ezekiel 23, 20 says? Yeah, now I'm curious. Like, really <laughs> curious. And she lusts after him with genitals of a donkey and the um, no, she emissions. Lusts, yeah, she left, lusted after those who have who had the genitals, genitals like of a donkey. donkeys and emissions like horses. <laughs> emissions like horses. Ejaculate. Yes. So. It's biblical. So. <laughs> it's biblical. That's beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's poetry. It so really we, is. Uh, so where do I sign up? We used to get asked, like, what's your what's your uh, favorite verse? Yeah, what's your favorite Bible verse? Or what's your cruise, like, uh, <laughs> overall Bible verse? Like, like as if we had to have one as a mission statement or something. Yeah, that's one thing. We got so us. annoyed with people keeping asking us this question that we like. Which is a stupid question. So dumb. Yeah, it's like, what's your motto? <laughs> I mean, like. Like the club has a motto. <laughs> you you can break down everything that you are into a single phrase. Uh, is it uh, fuck me, fuck you? Is is that all you are? Like I, I can break everything I am down to this one thing. No, you're more than one. You're more than a class one driver. Yeah. You're more than just a guitar player. You're more than just a a royal star rider. I'm more than just a piece of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So to troll them, we would either give them that, like just the reference. We wouldn't quote it to them. We would just give them the reference. Yeah. And then most of the time, people were like, "Oh, cool, thanks," and they would write it down so that they could, you know, pass along the line and let everybody know, like, this is what the thing is. Sometimes they would actually go and read it, and then they would get back to you and be like, "Uh, so I read it. <laughs> what I, I had what people does... come back to me. They're like, how." Why? Why is that your favorite verse? I I don't understand. I'm like, I, because biblical. fuck you. That's why <laughs> it was. It was. It was like, oh, okay, good. You read it. Yeah, I'm proud. of I you. would either. I would either. So we would either give them that one, or we would give them like the first part. Uh, Ecclesiastes of, the first one, part verse of Ecclesiastes two. Where yep. the the teacher you know, it just says, "Life is meaningless. Get over it." <laughs> yeah, meaningless. Meaningless. Everything is meaningless. <laughs> so we would we would either give them one or the two. This, this, okay. That was one of my favorite things. <laughs> that that's pretty. That's actually pretty good. They're both oh, one's nihilistic and one's hilarious. It's just so good. Yeah. And it, it <laughs> one guy really wanted to know. It's like why why would you have this the 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 the, the genital thing like because we have balls, <laughs> <laughs> horses, <laughs> big low hanging ones. Like that. Yeah. Oh man, why didn't oh. we last? Uh, why? <laughs> why we didn't make it? We'll never know. I think it's because we stopped taking it seriously. Oh, oh maybe, maybe, a false maybe, maybe false. <laughs> maybe pride. we had some of that projection going. Uh, oh yeah, I was talking about the the other end of that, the false humility, where some people you say thank you to them for doing something, and they're like, "Oh, it's not me. It's Jesus." Oh, oh, that pisses me it's off. not me. It's Jesus. Like, get and, over yourself and take the damn compliment. Yeah, take the compliment. And I had to get to the point because I I do a lot of great things because I'm such a good person. Sorry. Couldn't even get through it. Could you? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get through it. I enjoy uh, doing kind, uh, doing it to others as they would have done it to me, including fuck with them. Uh, and people would say thank you, so that's and what I would. Means. <laughs> <laughs> and and people would say thank you, and and a lot of the times I would I would. Uh, what do they call it? Deflecting? Mm-hmm. I would deflect. I would be like, oh, no, it's not It's not me. It's God. Or, uh, and it's all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, it's partially true. Yes. I've been given the opportunity because of uh, my life and the choices that I made because I've chosen to serve. 
Well, simultaneously, why am I taking away any kind of compliment, any kind of goodwill they have towards me simply because I'm trying to project this idea of humility that, no, I fucking did do it. And it was because of the grace of God that I'm able to. And I'm like... Stuff can be two things. You can be two things. Be on both ends of it of, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to. And it was because of God simultaneously. Because without the opportunity or without in, having in, my eyes open. In, instead of making it super, super weird and awkward for everybody involved in the conversation, you could just be like, thank you, and move on. And don't say it's nothing. Yeah. In, in Spanish, they say de nada. It mm-hmm. means it's nothing. It's like, no, it's not nothing. You still did something. You know you Spanish? Went out, <laughs> Dos cerveza, por favor, and, and, and de nada. <laughs> so, yes, you know Spanish. I know it asked for two beers and say it's nothing. That's it. That's all I needed. And you always ask for two because if you ask for one, you're going to be back in five minutes. So just ask for two right away. Doesn't that work in any language, including our own? E- yes. Okay. But more so in Spanish. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Need to, drink, yeah. need to drink more in Mexico. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's safe. Um,. Yeah, so there's this false humility of just deflecting on any kind of compliment or any kind of positivity that comes your way. And it's like, no, just take the fucking compliment. Say thank you or I'm glad I was able to help. It's not deflecting when you're saying I'm glad. I'm happy that I'm capable of doing this. Take it. And be like, yes, this, yes, I did something good. Yes, not by my own ability, but at the same time, I'm glad I was able to. You're accepting and deflecting simultaneously <laughs> because you're, you're, you aren't just throwing away any kind of gracious uh, gratitude that they have. Never throw away gratitude. Just like I don't disallow people to bless me. If somebody wants to give me money now, that's your fucking problem. I will take it. <laughs> somebody please give this man some money. <laughs> he clearly needs it. No, it happens where people are like, hey, I want to bless you. And, and, and I've learned that it took a lot for them to get to this point. Sometimes. Sometimes that's all they do and you got to tell them to fuck off. But unless they are those people, some people that you know, it took a lot for them to get to this point of, hey, I want to do this and I feel like I should do it. You are, you are robbing them of the opportunity to bless you because you just don't feel like you need it well maybe you fucking do and you don't 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 know yet anyways <laughs> so get over yourself get over saying. yourself i think i learned that one from you the get over yourself oh neat yeah but i fucking turned it on you once <laughs> you do that i feel like i teach you a lesson and then like a year or so later like something comes up and i'm being whiny bitch or something and then you <laughs> throw right back at me and i'm like oh <laughs> You're right. I mean, I'm right, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So really, it's like I'm giving myself advice. Yeah, which is like, you know, mm. masturbation. Oh, <laughs> uh, now yes. I have to re-listen to this whole thing. I know, because you said faggot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you didn't mark it down. No, I didn't. So everybody, this is the episode where Mike said faggot, and since he said faggot, we're going to get... <laughs> Canceled. The, the, the because problem of the is word that I used it unintentionally in a derogatory way, a descriptively derogatory way, and so now you're going to go I, in. I, I you're going to have to beep all the times I'm saying <laughs> right now. And it's going to be hilarious. All I got to do is cut a section out. It's not hard. No, you can't. This you can't edit like that. 
<laughs> you can beep things that you can't cut it out. <laughs> They're gonna I know what I'm to talking listen. about. I can't wait. To listen I should bleep it. It'd be so good. Why are they bleeping? It must be really bad. Did they say the N word? <laughs> no, that one I will not do. I, will like, not I know do. that is. I don't want to get I don't, that, that word is kryptonite. Mm-hmm. But there is this guy who actually um, he went out of his way. He's like, I'm not black. Well, he is, but he doesn't identify as black. It's funny. And uh, he's like, all right, this is for everybody. Everybody quiet? Everybody quiet? All right, cool. And he gave every uh, variation of the (laughs) N-word. And he's like, all right, now all you got to do is cut that and put it into your thing, and you can say it as much as you want because you're not saying it. I am. (laughs) (laughs) So he put it in like as a sound bite. Yeah, a sound bite. Like he like like gave the space and everything. Or like you could do like a keyboard thing. Yeah, that is. N-word keyboard. Yeah. Uh, Camille Foster from the uh, fifth column. It's so good. They're they're center left, but they're still obviously left in a lot of ways. Such a good podcast. I I enjoy them because I disagree with them, which is fine. I like disagreeing, which is a problem here because you guys have just like not disagreed with anything I said. Not, not today. <laughs> today I, we're today we're shooting the breeze. <laughs> uh, so. This well, it's great. like the most contentious we've got so far is Saint Anger. <laughs> Saint Anger. Although I yeah, can still feel it under your skin. <laughs> 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 have you guys heard Nobody's the new, allowed to like Have you guys Saint heard Anger. the new Creed album? It's really good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the little youth group in the corner. Yo, know, you heard about Creed? <laughs> they have guitars and riffs, I think. I know, I know the lead singer had a sex tape, but I'm pretty sure they're Christian. You guys know Skillet, right? Oh, <laughs> I went to go see Skillet in concert because I was a youth leader, and um, <clears throat> they're so utterly predictable that you you know what they're going to say before they say it. And I, I interviewed the dude once, <laughs> uh, like the the lead singer, like the lead yeah, guy yeah. for for Skillet. I interviewed him for the like the the Christian radio show that like was was he, he as big of a d bag as he looks like? No, he wasn't a d bag. He was super polite, but he was. I think vapid is the word. Like, just nothing to say. Nothing going on behind the eyes. <laughs> the lights are on, nobody's home. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it was kind of like, oh, okay, I get your music now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm at the show, and I'm singing along. Because I'm at a show, I can make the best of it or just be a grumpy little bitch. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to sing along, whatever. I know the songs because they're all hyper-predictable. And uh, the youth group that I was working with at the time, they're like, is this your favorite band? And I'm like, no, not at all. I'm, I'm, it's like, but you know all the words. I'm like, how do you not know the words? I'm hearing <laughs> I've heard one song and I'm pretty sure I figured the rest out. <laughs> and I, they were just hyper predictable. I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, and even my kids are like, oh, I like Monster. I'm like, it's fine. You can, yeah, you're 10. You can like Monster. I'm fine with that. Skillet is a safe band. If you want your kids to listen to... See, when I was our kid's age, I wasn't allowed to listen to music. So. <laughs> yes, but I met your dad. Anything other, anything other than the country that yeah. was like verboten, nope. Yeah, but would your dad do a podcast like this? If we got him drunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about when you were a kid. Oh, no, 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 no. But now. Now, like, now we would. Oh, I'd love to. Cool. There's 100% away. <laughs> <laughs> what would you talk about with your dad? <laughs> oh, man, I did I'd get him to talk about life on the farm when he was a kid, when they didn't have power or plumbing. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, because, like, he could give us zombie apocalypse tips. 
like how to how to survive without things. Without things. He's he's one of the the last remnants of frontier life, baby. Oh, really? That's true because he didn't have plumbing until he was like 12? 11, 12? Uh, I'm trying to think now. Okay, I from it, it was it was a while. I mean, like he grew he you know, as a kid he grew up basically in a cabin. Yeah. Know, they were doing a frontier life in Presbyteria before there was anything up there. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So we could have a, a true homesteader before there was the internet. Can it be a homesteader without the internet? It's or, just called farming. It's just called farming. <laughs> homesteading is that's hipster homesteading. It's it's hipster farming. <laughs> you, they they've ruined it. Like this little house on the prairie, which are actual homesteaders, and then now you say homesteaders, like oh yeah, I watch a few YouTube videos about I've that. I've got goats. I've got goats. You I grow tried, my own tomatoes. Have you ever tried goat milk? And oh I've got a thing of kombucha God. in the corner. <laughs> Wait till you see my cornhole. <laughs> uh, yeah, we could have a real hobo. I think the problem is my dad's from northern Alberta too. So he is also of the ilk of late generation to get plumbing and electricity, electricity and all that stuff. But I think your dad's a little further north. We can talk about that, and we can get him ranting about lawyers. It'll be fun. Does he hate lawyers or? Hates them. Which is great, because one of his best friends is now a lawyer, so. Oh, really? (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I don't know if your dad would. The thing is, he never listened to it. He doesn't know how podcasts work. No, he doesn't. He's like, what's a podcast? (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) We finally recorded one. It's like you're you're talking into space? (laughs) Yep. Te- technically technically yeah but yeah. so is radio yeah yeah uh, yeah this is supposed to be the independent space and it got ruined um yeah who else could we have on so we got some smart people coming on we could get your dad we couldn't get my dad he could never like he could he can't even have alcohol in his house just in case somebody from his community finds out and he would lose his job as a pastor oh wow yeah, it's it's that kind of shelteredness of, and I know my dad may or may not have had alcohol in his life, but simply admitting that fact would be like, oh, this is condoning of my behavior. Then I, I don't agree with that. I think if you struggle with alcohol, don't drink it. If you don't know if you struggle with alcohol, then maybe explore your 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 ideology, your brain. Why do you feel that way? Why do you think this way? And, and and go by your conscience more than anything else. But to say, I will not drink it, I will not condone it at any point simply because of the people around you, well, now you're pushing any kind of issue that they might be having into the closet. You're saying, we're not even going to talk about it because I won't, I don't want to, I got to be above reproach and I won't even talk about it. And it's like, man, like. Then you're living a lie. You're living a lie. You are. You need to know why you disagree with it or what you, and, and talk about it. Talk about it all the time. If you, if you struggle with something, talk about it. Because if you're not talking about it, unless it's porn, leave that shit alone. Uh, <laughs> but even then, talk about it with a very small group. Stranger. Uh, stranger. The, the stranger. <laughs> you don't need porn to do that, okay? <laughs> it helps, but you don't need it. And uh, no, you should be talking about things that you struggle with. Because if you're not, you're pushing it into the closet and you're not dealing with the fucking problem. You're creating a blind spot. 
And I think there's far too many blind spots in our society. Anyways. Perfect. You took a sip right up to the end of the rant. It was like that was that a was good well exclamation mark. Oh my Absolutely. Coke and scotch. <sighs> oh, cheers. Cheers. All right, so it's been a lot of fun. We should probably wrap her up. Unless, you got, unless you got something that you want the world to know. Do you have so many trucker wisdom? Trucker wisdom? Just don't fucking do it. <laughs> Terrible idea. <laughs> Terrible idea. Yeah, but you're you're a home every night trucker, aren't you? So you're not even like a real trucker. <laughs> 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 and I'm totally Oh, okay man, called out. Most days I'm bro? only a partial, partial trucker. Like, really? Yeah. It's body slowed. jobbing. Oh. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I've I've heard phrases from the trucking industry. Uh, what's the the lizard? Something lizard. Lot lizard. Lot lizard. That's the one. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, yeah, lot lizards. And it's like, don't you can't just say it twice and assume I know what you're fucking talking about. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's a hoe essentially that goes truck to truck and um, services the trucking industry. I think is the best way to put it. The whole industry. The whole industry. Or as much of it as in that parking lot. In that parking lot. lot, That that (laughs) Is that a thing? Sorry. I'm just trying to take everything you say too literal tonight. (laughs) Are you talking like a mechanic? Like a a traveling mechanic? It's exactly like a traveling mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) They fuck you and take all your money. Yeah, exactly the same thing. (laughs) Okay. On that note, we should wrap it up. That's a great high point. Oh, it's so good. Do you, do you know our, our outro? Do I what? Uh, do, do you know our closing line? You can say it if you want to. Oh, yeah. God bless and don't be a dick. Good. Music has been brought to us by Kirk the Riffer Wells. He is at Liquid State Audio, guitarist, producer, and the mixing engineer. Thank you from the Blue Collar Philosophers.